What's going on guys, welcome to episode 36 of the Field for Football podcast. Uh, I think next week will be the penultimate episode. So we're at the business end of the season. I'm your host, Sanchez Bailey, sports psychologist. Hope everyone is all well. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. Um, commend everyone that's been following us throughout the journey. 37, 36 weeks, it's quite a lot. Apologies about the, the no visuals, the non-visuals last week because I was looking wild. <laughs> I had my t-shirt on and I put my uh, microphone on, I clipped it on and then it was pulling down like it was quite a heavy microphone so it was weighing my shirt down and then before you knew it it was almost like I was like wearing a v-neck or had no top on it just looks nasty um, so I didn't uh, put out the visual so forgive me on that one. Hope everyone's well and today I want to kind of give you an informative episode however I also want to leave you with a task and something that you can actively think about as we're getting towards the time of the season where there's finals, there's semi-finals, crunch time Premier League season, people are you know trying to qualify for Europe in uh, playoff season, like it's very intense and this is a time of year where there's going to be pressure that there is uh, like none other time in the um, league or in the season for a player, you know let's just think about back to our last guest you know we spoke to Sam Morsi he said that he feels like when it gets to crunch time in the season he steps up his intensity why because this is the business end and we spoke about that in that episode if you haven't heard that check that out I think that was three episodes ago now but it's an intense period of the season stakes are high the you know the targets are really tangible for some and you know there's there's maybe not many room or not much room for error. So today we're gonna to be talking about pressure. I wanna kinda of let you know how that kind of derives and the psyche that goes into it and how we can respond. And I wanna kinda of leave, leave you with this information so that when we go through this week, um, we can notice some element of maybe players handling pressure well and players not handling the pressure as great as they should be doing, you know. Happy bank holiday to all my Brits as well and whoever else has a bank holiday or public holiday today. When we think about the time of the season and where we're at, you know, players prepare for competition for a large part of their careers. Um, you know, they prepare for, um, you know, maybe finals, but they train to prepare for opponents every single week. So what am I trying to say? For the large part of an athlete's career, they're training and harnessing their skills. You know, and, and then we have these opportunities which are a little bit less frequent than training where you actually showcase your ability and then you can progress in that element of competition and now you get to a point where you're able to maybe win and excel in that competition and this is where we're at at this time of the season where people are able to reap the benefits of the work that they've been putting in. And I'm saying all of this to say that, you know, athletes who are preparing and harnessing their skills, they spend 90% of their time doing that. Right, they they should be able to do some of the the more simple tasks pretty frequently, right? Such as passing, shooting, etc. These are things you do every single day in terms of your training. You know, they're simple things, and so you know the 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 simple maths would be you train to to shoot, you should be able to shoot, or you train to make decisions, you should make decisions. But we already know that there's certain elements that don't go your way and when you do compete, some of the more simple things can often become a little bit more challenging to actually execute. At the same time, the things that are a little bit more simple 
and maybe the, some of the things that are a little bit more complex, that high end of skills, are uh, depending on the player, are more showcased when the stakes are higher, the stakes rather. And so basically what I'm trying to say is that there's pressure um, and players react differently to pressure. In terms of the pressure, you know, when you do compete, you have the element of fans that are, that are um, involved. When I say fans, I don't necessarily mean spectators. So fans and spectators are different. So fans are all over the world, right? But spectators are the people that are uh, watching and observing. Um, in this case, there's not many spectators, but maybe even just some of the, the media representatives. You've got maybe some scouts. You've got maybe um, international coaches or other coaches. Uh, and also, obviously, if it's televised as well. So you've got that. You've got the coach as well, which would be there and putting in some pressure. You've got the media. And these uh, factors all put pressure on an athlete because of the level of expectation. Now, unfortunately, we live in a world where ma uh, winning is, you know, uh, glorified. And that's not necessarily, the, you know, a bad thing. We're playing in sport. We're all in sport to win, right? So, however, there is a, a super... Um, a super indulgence in winning and I guess the, the complete binary opposite for when you do lose is like the, the end of the world right when you know if you think about how many people do compete how many people can win and how many people don't win there's probably more losers in the game than winners but we really magnify and push and have an expectation to win and that's set on it pretty much most players that play their expectation to win from each of those factors that I've kind of named. So with that being said, you know, there is a lot of pressure. And depending on the club that you're playing at, depending that depending, you know, the certain context and the scenario and how the season's gone, that kind of pressure could be really intense and maybe a little bit little. If we think about in football now, who's got one of the most the massive the most the biggest pressure in terms of let's just say from the media, I'm thinking a Spanish team such as Real Madrid. You know, the scrutiny from the media alone is, is intense, right? And if you're not built for that level of pressure and, you know, it can be quite a tough time. Unfortunately, we're at a point where you can't really look at someone and, and completely tell the full story in terms of how pressure is affecting them. But I can give you an idea of what some of these symptoms, uh, psychological symptoms and physical symptoms are in terms of pressure so physically you have an increase in heart rate and it will be a surplus to you know your heart rate increasing anyway just because of physical activity being conducted we're talking about increased sweating so you're sweating a lot more you think about let's just say if you watch a cartoon if a if a animal gets nervous you see the first thing immediately sweats dropping down their forehead and just from that alone you can tell that they're nervous right they're kind of scared so increased sweating, palpitation that is, um, muscle, a bit of soreness or a bit of muscle spasms, you're breathing. So I remember when I was younger, when I would do presentations, really young I'm talking, um, or when I to do public speaking, I'll get really nervous. Although I would do well, I'll get really nervous inside and I'll have shortness of breath, you know, and, and thankfully as I gradually learned what that was, I'm able to manage that now. But that's another um, element of you know, being um, nervous and the pressure being quite intense on you. 
and from there there is a pathway uh, system so this can go one or two ways so you know entering one side of the brain which is a little bit more settled a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more proactive in terms of this behavior and then we have a other area of the brain which is a little bit more unsettled where it's probably a little bit erratic in terms of decisions and just to kind of let you guys know, you might have heard me mention this before, but very briefly, the sympathetic nervous system is a, is the unsettled uh, part of your brain, where you know that pressure, which is gonna be interpreted in our mind at some point, it could be going through that that unsettled process, which then leads to behaviours, and it excuse me, it could go through the settled pathway, which is the parasympathetic nervous system. Which, will, which is a little bit more relaxed, it's a little bit more uh, rational, for the lack of a better word, and a little bit more practical, as I mentioned to you before. And, you know, behaviours in, in these different pathways differ. And maybe, what I'm hoping from at least this episode, you're able to notice some of the behaviours that occur in, in the game when you're watching it. And then you can kind of bring it right the way back and you know you could probably identify the pathway that maybe some of the pressure they, they may have gone through and then maybe go back to the context as to figure out what kind of pressure they might be under. And I'm hoping that from this episode we can kind of like get to the bottom of it when we see things in the semi-finals. And so bringing it right back now, hopefully you're following me here. Um, but we started off with you know, the pressure and where pressure comes from, the different stimulants of pressure. We we now know that there is um, some effects that it has on our body in terms of how, how our body reacts, which is completely normal. However, from there, it can go two ways. It can go through the unsettled route or the, the settled route. And that's where we're at now. And the settled route is a little bit more relaxed. It's a little bit more energized. It's a little bit more, you know, poised, um, upbeat. Whereas the unsettled route, um, you know, you're more likely to fall under um, decision, poor decision making, reduced concentration, rash, rash decisions. When you might try and attempt something that maybe you you feel like is you're doing too much, put it that way. So these are some of the effects that would happen in terms of the behaviours, should I say, that will follow that through the unsettled route. The pressure really is defined by yourself right and then that that navigates the pathway of pressure in your mind which then affects the way that you behave and so you know um the ways that we can kind of see how pressure affects someone is by you know one the the level of perception and then also two the intensity how intense this pressure is and that is also kind of leading down to perception so interpretation of the the, the pressure is the one of the biggest uh determinants of where that route goes so if you have pressure let's just say who can we use as an example we can think real madrid now right um yeah real madrid they're one of the biggest teams in the world they will sack their manager if they even won the league um is what they do in Europe that they're really judged by. So let's just say, is it tomorrow? It might be tomorrow that Real Madrid play Chelsea. Chelsea now probably underachievers, or maybe overachievers this season, whoever perceives it, um, whatever way, they're not wrong for that. But to lose to Chelsea is probably not the, the biggest stat for Real Madrid or the, the, you know, very, something very plausible. So the pressure on these players could be very immense, especially because they're not having... Um, 
they're not so dominant in the league this season. They're battling between a few teams for the, the championship. So the pressure could be quite a lot on the players. And so I'm not going to use a player like uh, in particularly, but there could be a player that could take that pressure and, you know, it could be a little bit too much for them in a sense where, you know, every move is going to be judged. They know what the, the media is going to be like and they know that this game here is is probably the most important game of their season and they there is no room for error. So there's a player that could interpret that as, as you know, settling for them where they can't be at their game, where their concentration is not going to be as great because they're thinking about this pressure and the media and expectations and all these matters that are going to be placed on the player. So there's one that could then go through the unsettled route and there's a player that could take that and think, you know, I'm made for this. Everyone, all the eyes are on me. This is my opportunity to shine. This is me, my opportunity to show that I'm Eden Hazard against my old club. This is the perfect opportunity for me. So there's going to be players that are going to thrive under the pressures that are um, placed on some of these teams for the semi-finals, And it's all to do with how they interpret um, the scenario and how intense that pressure is and how they navigate those two factors. So I wanted to provide you with that breakdown just for you to understand and have an idea of what pressure does and how actually it then leads to our behaviours. And it starts through physical re reactions, you know, which is normal. If your heart beats, that's fine because it's about how we interpret things, right? And how we then navigate that in our minds and also, there are techniques that you can apply to kind of bring your body to a state of relaxation. And then also there's there's a way for you to find out um, how, we call it arousal, but how aroused you should be for a game. How much of that do you need? Because there's a little bit of pressure that some every player kind of needs. And, and which zone uh, allows you to be at your best, um, your best state. And that's something that you can actually navigate through and find and identify. And I'm doing a course on that as well. So soon there'll be a course on finding the zone and, you know, being at your zone when you do compete. So look out for that. The confidence one is up and the submax one is up at the moment. But anyway, so we've got, what, Man United versus Roma. Um, the, the pressure is probably very low in that game. Um, but, however, if we look to the first, first, uh, first leg, there was a player that, you know, literally made a pass square from, I think, left back. Literally was passing as if he was passing the ball to a, a right back. So it literally squared the ball, led to an opportunity for Man United. That could be an example of a bit of pressure. I think it was 2-1. They were winning Roma at the time. So there was, you know, maybe under pressure to maintain that lead. where maybe decision-making wasn't the greatest from a player there. But it'll be interesting to see what you can kind of find out from that game. Um, so this is like a little mini mental task and then we've got uh, Arsenal versus who are they playing? Arsenal versus Emery uh, <laughs> Arsenal versus Emery Villarreal when the pressure is going to be seriously on uh, seriously on Arsenal you know in terms of them to actually win at home and that's something that's going to be interesting seeing who uh, steps up to the plate there we take it back into the Champions League now when we have Manchester City and um, PSG Goodness me, very big game there. PSG, who are seen to be like Champions League bottlers. I'm not too sure of what their pressure is like from back home, but it'll be interesting to see how they navigate that pressure. The pressure of Mbappe and um, Neymar being players that have not really had that European prestige um, and success yet. Manchester City, who are actually leading, who are going to be at home. 
um, the expectation for them to win um, and actually get to the Champions League final for the first time uh, and maybe the pressure for Pep to actually do something with them as well so there's going to be a lot of pressure in that game and I would then say that is the game for you guys to notice the pressure and see how players react to that see if there's people that rise up to that if confidence is enhanced in a scenario like that where there's massive pressure for both teams seeing if people make rash decisions we see a lot of red cards and a lot of penalties and stuff like that um, in these scenarios maybe we might see that too um, maybe a reduce, reduction in concentration. Um, so yeah, maybe that moment in the wall could be an example of that as well. Then we have Real Madrid-Chelsea, which I mentioned before. So we've got a lot of games where we can notice these things. And I would then say to you as the listeners, enjoy the semi-finals and then use this lens that I've kind of given you to, to see how players are reacting. And then we can try and navigate it back and maybe identify what type of pressure it may have been that led to certain decisions or maybe a player was rising to the pressure see what players are um, rising and maybe falling under the pressure this week that's my task for you guys and so um, what we're going to do next week is have a follow-up and I'm going to try and work on a guest and see if I can get a perspective of an athlete too so that might be pretty cool anyway guys enjoy the semis enjoy your bank holiday and listen uh, on to next week